0: Well good evening LCM. Good evening. Tonight is Wednesday, May 26th. And we're on our fifth installment of our reflection series. Oh, yeah. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2, 7 through 8. And say reflect when you get there. Reflect. Reflect. Amen. Reflect. Check this out reflect, reflect on what I am saying for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. May the Lord give us insight tonight and remember your Lord Jesus Christ. Come on guys. Let's remember what the Lord has done in our past, what he's doing in our present and what he will do in the future. This series is following exactly what Timothy teaches us. And we're gaining serious insight because of it. Our reflections have been going. Our reflections have been going hand in hand with our "Remember Se- Secure Son" series on Sunday. Have you guys been blessed by the past five weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Paul have too. Amen. And as we've been doing our homework, our security and our sonship has increased tremendously. Amen. Let's put up the slides. Uh, yeah. There we go. Guys, as you remember, step one, remember the day you stood in the Lord's presence? Oh, man. And step two in Deuteronomy 5.15, remember that you were a slave and he brought you out of there. Amen. Step three, remember what the Lord did to Pharaoh and moreover. Amen. That's Deuteronomy 7, 17 through 22. And step four. Remember how the Lord God led you in Deuteronomy 8.2. And finally, in step five, this is Deuteronomy 8.18. Remember, the Lord your God gives you the ability and so confirms his covenant with you. Look, we remember the day we stood in the Lord's presence, right? And we remember that we were once slaves, but he brought us out out of there. Oh, man. See, we remember what God did to Pharaoh, and moreover, he's going to help us little by little drive out enemies in the land that he's given us to possess. That's right. You see, time and time again, through all of this, it's his spirit that's been leading hey, every single person in here and is Amen. leading our church. Amen. See, this brings us to step five. Remembering that the Lord your God gives you the ability and so confirms His covenant. Look, we want to share with you how the Lord has been securing Paul and I.
1: So for step one, for me, as I've been reflecting as the day that I first stood in the Lord's presence, I had an awareness of my purpose. Born of the Spirit of God, and I became a son of the kingdom of God. That purpose was always there, but I didn't realize it. And the Lord opened my eyes to it so that I can walk in it.
0: Amen. And I've seen that in Paul's life. And as I reflect on step one, the day I stood in the Lord's presence, I knew I could stand confidently. Yeah. Knowing that God had called me a son and he did it with a supernatural healing in 2011. That's sonship, baby. A supernatural healing and a supernatural transformation. He made me a son. Look, I wish I could tell you all the details. See, I was 21 years old, and at a football practice, I passed out. Months later, diagnosed with a brain tumor, bedridden. I had lost much of my eyesight, and the Lord miraculously healed me on day one with a supernatural healing and a supernatural transformation. See, a lot of people in my family, man, they couldn't believe it. A lot of them made me think that I couldn't believe what happened. Was I even really sick? Did I even really have a problem? But I knew that I was different. Nobody could take that away from me. I went from not being able to walk to now I'm walking to the king. I'm doing what he's called me to do.
1: In step two, the Lord brought me out of a place of purposelessness where I felt like I had nothing to live for. I thought it was just my experiences that led me there. I didn't realize it was because I didn't know the father and I wasn't remembering what he's done for me. But when I remember, when I reflected on that, he brought me out of there. The agony of slavery no longer had a hold on my life.
0: Amen. See, I remember the Lord and how he took a poor slave. See, I was entrenched in my own slavery. I was powerless to change. And he secured me and he brought me out of there. See, just like Galatians 5 says, he set me free to live a life of freedom. Look, how many of us can remember the day that we were powerless over our sin? We were were powerless to do really anything. That was my story. But now, for freedom's sake, he set me free.
1: In step three, I remember what the Lord did to Pharaoh. That hopelessness that I felt. The Lord obliterated it in his presence. And now I must lead my family on a daily basis to walk in our mezuzah every single day.
0: Hey, do you guys remember? Zakar, Zakar, you remember that? Remember. See, remember what the Lord did to Pharaoh and moreover, what he's going to do to these these nations. These nations. And as I'm reflecting how the Lord took me and had me stand in his presence the first time, and how he transformed me into his son, the Lord took a man who was fearful, and he was cowardly, and moreover, now he has me standing over my enemies.
1: I can relate to that, brother. In step four, I remember how the Lord has been leading me continually, reflecting on the Lord's track record in my life, What this process has done has caused me to be secure in my sonship. Are you all secure in your sonship? Yes. And you must be doing your homework. (laughs) I remember how the Lord led me. Being invited to worship with Rob and some other brothers. In his presence, I was changed. I was feeling something tangible happening in my life. And I didn't realize it then. But as I look back, I realized the Lord was leading me, leading me again and again. It was his spirit that was guiding me to every step. At every major decision, his presence was there with me, guiding me to make the right choices. He led me to do his will. Hey, not just the major decisions, the smaller ones, he's there as well. And he's helping to enlighten me.
0: Guys, that is not a small thing. When the Lord moves in big situations, like, amen, thank you, Lord. When he moves on the smaller things, it's easy to forget. But look. How amazing is it that he even cares about the small details of our lives? That's a big thing. Hey, let's turn to John 12, 27 and 28.
1: Say reflection when you get there. Reflection. 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 Reflection.
0: Reflection. Reflection. I got to share this verse with my dad last week. And, uh. And my dad, this is his new favorite verse in the Bible. (laughs) Verse 27, now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify glorify your your name. name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. Guys, you see his leading is increasing. In our lives. The Lord is showing us there is much that needs to be cultivated. And there's much maturity and growth that needs to be added inside of us. And we know that He will lead us into it. Amen. See, the Lord began giving me favorite work and relationships in areas I've never had it before. I win in ways that I've I'm winning in ways that I've never experienced before. Amen. And I'm a more secure son for it. Look, these full remembers, they lead us to step five.
1: The, the Cinco. The Cinco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Open up your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter eight. We're going to pick up in our central scripture from Sunday. We're going to start in verse 10. Say reflection when you get there. Reflection. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, And all you have is multiplied. Then your heart will become proud. And you will forget the Lord your God. Who brought you out of Egypt. Out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness. That thirsty and waterless land. With its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness. Something your ancestors had never known. To humble you. And to test you. That in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms His covenant, which He swore to your ancestors as it is today. Guys, step five is more than just being led in the right direction. Step five is how you are enabled to accomplish God's will as he is leading you into it. We're prone to say, it was my strength. It was my power. Lord, did you see how I toiled? Did you see the work that I put in? Did you see how I stayed up a little later? Did you see how I I, I pressed in a little bit harder to get a word? No, it's the Lord who has made you able to be able to produce. Let's focus in on Deuteronomy 8.18, the first part of that. But remember the Lord your God. But remember the Lord your yeah. God. Yeah. For he, for it is He who gives you the ability, the koach. koach. Say that with me. The koach. koach. Yeah. God has given you the ability to have ability. Yeah. Ability that you couldn't have unless it was from Him. Amen. I remember when I didn't have the ability to disciple anybody, not even myself, zero control over my own life, reckless, uh, reckless to the world, reckless to my own life. But now he has given me the divine ability to, to have disciples in my home
0: Yeah, Amen.
1: to see those disciples grow in my home. He's given me the ability to be a shepherd more than just to my wife and my kids but to young men and to raise them up in the things that the Lord has set for them. More and more, he is empowering me to lead others along with my wife and kids. God transformed my mind to understand and to see revelation in his word. Did y'all know that before, I don't know, I guess about 2013, I had read one book in my life from beginning to end. I started a bunch, one book. Since I've been born again, the Lord has renewed my mind. He's renewed my thinking, and I eat up his word. I love it. I read it all day long, and I've read other books as well and finished them. Amen. <laughs> well done. All right. I couldn't remember anything for multiple reasons. But let's just say my memory was pretty bad. The Lord, right on alone.
0: I remember a time. When I didn't have the ability to restore even the smallest parts of my life. I remember that when the Lord took me from Louisiana and he moved me here and I got to see real capable men who I really admired. It scared me to death and it scared me for a while because I came to reality with just how little power I actually had. And I couldn't use words to hide behind it anymore. I got to see real men living it out. That was something that was—it it shocked me just as much as when I first got born again. I got to see the power of God moving in men's lives in a supernatural way. Yeah. I remember that time when I couldn't change anything about myself. But now, he's given me the divine ability, and the Lord is restoring my life personally, as well as restoring the relationship with my earthly father, Jerry, and he's given me the ability to show him the way of life. We get to live here. Both by the word, my dad gets to see what discipleship's looking like. And he's coming back this week. Yes, yes amen. But the life that we live here and the power that's going on here, it's noticeable. People see it. We can't hide it under a lamp. People need what we have. And it's in accumulation. My dad. My dad is going to get this accumulation because of the way of life that we've seen
1: here. Amen. Church, as you're listening, can you hear that pattern of accumulation? Can you hear it in Deuteronomy 18, how it was building up one thing after another after another? Yeah. And why the Lord is faithful to tell us, remember, remember, do not forget. It's something that is building up. He is leading us from glory to glory. Yeah. From the smaller areas to the greater areas in our life, you can see into our life that the Lord has been leading us continually, and he's been the one who's been enabling us. That's exactly what it says in Deuteronomy 18. Let's look at it in the Septuagint. 8.18 And you shall remember, the Lord your God, that he gives you strength to produce the ability. Oh, yeah. That he should establish his covenant, which he swore by an oath to your fathers as today.
0: Yeah. See, the Lord gives you the strength to produce more divine enablements. You think about it this way. So you've been divinely enabled to now receive the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. And you speak in tongues, right? Yes. But that isn't all the divine enab- enablement there is.
1: That's not it. So he
0: gives us the strength to have divine ability to speak in tongues and to prophesy in tongues and interpret tongues and heal the sick and much more.
1: Amen. These things are accumulating. Amen. Here's some takeaways that we got from Deuteronomy 8.18 as we kind of break the, the, the verse down, the passage. Verse 10 and 11, When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Hmm. Guys, what I got from that was I need to guard the memories. I need to shamar the memories. I need to fight like it's a prison break. (laughs) Or like Nick is trying to bust out of school. Guys, we have to shamar, we have to guard and protect these memories because they give us the supernatural ability to go and to do the next thing. As Amen. we go back and we remember what he has done and we know that he's spoken us to do more, it empowers us to go and to do it. What was impossible in our own strength now becomes possible.
0: Amen, guys. Guys, we're growing. Let's turn to verse 12. It says, otherwise. When you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Guys, every single person in here, it is easy after eating to forget how the, what the Lord has done for you. And we, and we know these things. See, I remember when I shared with you guys my testimony earlier today, remember when I shared that with y'all, how the Lord gave me a supernatural healing. See, that transformation was so supernatural that I thought I'd gone crazy. Like I told you that I had made all the sickness up in my head and I had just forgotten how big of a miracle it actually was, how the Lord saved me. And I I look at that and I can't believe sometimes of how amazing, how awesome that first step was and how my heart wants to turn it and become proud. This is all of our tendencies. But remembering God's provision in the past... We'll increase our dependency on him in the future. Amen. And that will continue to secure us as sons.
1: Amen. Amen. Guys, something else I got from it was that we need to remember repeatedly, consistently, again and again. When we do this, it secures us in our sonship. It's necessary because in the kingdom, we're not stagnant. You don't get to stand still. You're either going forward or you're going backward. So we need to remember so we can continue to move forward. If we forget, we are prone to seize up because we're lacking God's empowerment. Yeah. Have you felt that? Have you mm-hmm. felt that when, when you forget these things, like the pastors were talking about, some of those middle areas where you feel like, yeah, it gets a little blurry. I, I'm not quite sure. I don't really remember because you forgot to re- continue to recount it. You feel how, how you lose that sense of power. But when you go back and you press in and you say, Lord, I want to remember, help me to remember, Lord, yes. how you're yes. empowered again yes. to go do the next thing that he told you to do. Repeatedly remembering allows us to gauge our progress and increases our trust in the Lord. Yeah.
0: Amen. Guys, what God's done for us in the past can never, ever become common and still bread anymore. Yeah, that's right. Guys, does your heart begin to pound as you remember what the Lord's done for you oh, step yeah, by step? Yeah, yeah. See, it's doing that in me. It's even changing my thought process throughout the day. I swear I'm getting smarter. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I've, I've told them. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I, I told the pastors. I said, look, uh, something's happening. I mean, I'm I'm getting I'm getting smarter. You'll see here in the next few days, you know, you'll see there's going to be a real change. You're going to see it, you know. (laughs) I didn't realize how much negative thoughts were tied to so much of my life. So much things that even I I thought was faith. I was holding myself back the entire time because I never remembered. And I was always looking for the next thing. Guys, we can never lose our wonder. And the awe-inspiring acts of God, He's given us the ability to produce more enablements, and that's what we want. That's what we want to hammer down on. Is God has given us the ability to produce more?
1: Amen. I want to take a moment to uh, give my wife some encouragement and admiration. Oh yeah! You see? Yeah. We had uh, some folks from the Horizon Church come down. Were we blessed by them this weekend? Yeah, Yeah, we were. And they were staying in our home. There was a lot to do, or at least we thought. We didn't (laughs) realize that if we just remember what the Lord has spoken to us, we just walk in our mezuzah, we walk in our family banner, that we're just going to naturally produce as he wants us to produce. We got to go back and look at our attitude our attitude is Galatians 6, 9, and 10, that if we don't grow weary in doing good, we will reap a harvest Amen. as long as we don't give up. Yes. So we continue to press on, especially for the family of believers. And God gave us an opportunity to do that. He, got, he, he allowed us to put our method into practice that we serve as he serves. He didn't come to sit at the table and to be served. He came as one who serves. Yeah. And we get to do the same thing. What a glory that is. Amen. What an honor that is. As I reflect on those things, Lord, what's the next thing? Lord, take me to the next thing. I'm ready to go do it because you are empowering me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to throw a table up on a screen Call these our Accumulative Abilities. Yeah. yeah. You see, we're learning. we get getting some alliteration down. <laughs> Two words. <laughs>
0: <Is> that <count? laughs>
1: So number one, for me, yeah. learning to lead in my own life. Yeah. I remember a time in the world when I was told to my face, you're not fit to lead in the military, and you're not fit to lead even in the civilian world Hmm. by somebody that was close to me at the time, somebody I looked up to, and it crushed me because it was true. I was not acting as a son of God. I didn't even know what it looked like, but even somebody in the world could recognize that I wasn't fit to lead. Hmm. Had I remained there, I wouldn't have the wife I have today. I wouldn't have the children I have today. I wouldn't have disciples living in my home. I had to first learn to lead in my own life. That leads to number two, leading of my family. The Lord supernaturally moved me down here to Houston. Many of you have heard my story. I thought it was for work, but it was to meet my wife and to get here. It took a little bit, but I got here. Praise the Lord. (laughs) He's moving in our marriage, in our sons, and in our home. Number three, participating in prison ministry yeah. and leading in pods.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, at first, this was a giant for me. I, I thought, this, this is going to be too much. Then as I got into it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing pretty good. Then it became a giant again. And I'm like, Lord, how do I do this with family? And how do I prepare a word? And how do I be moved and impacted so that I can move and impact others? I, it was Almost a detriment to me that I walked, almost walked away from doing prison ministry about five months in. Praise God for brothers like Nolan Hewitt, who'd speak into my life, the Spirit moved on him and enabled him to enable me and say, "Brother, you're being double-minded as all get-out. Yeah The Lord is not double-minded about anything, and you're being double-minded. Again, had I stayed there, who knows where I 'd be, but I didn't, and the Lord has helped me them. Number four, he added responsibilities and promotion in the workplace. Amen. In a field where I had zero ability. I had no knowledge of what I was doing. I had no uh, experience in what I was doing, no certifications, no schooling. And the Lord led me into it and has caused me to grow and to increase in it. That's supernatural. It's not like, oh, okay, workplace, I can get it there and then do something different with ministry. No, the Lord is helping me in both because that is life. He's leading me in life. God, this leads to having disciples being added and leading their lives. When I say this, I'm not just talking about Josiah and Micaiah. I'm talking about Nick. I'm talking about another brother who was living in my home. This started well before the beginning of this year, and the Lord has been growing me up in it and leading me Is I get to lead them, isn't that right, Josiah, Micaiah? Yeah. All right. right. Come on.
0: Round of applause for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. This leads to the last point: leading a home group. As I was reflecting on this, Lord was showing me this isn't because of merit. It's not because I've been through ministry training one, twice and now ministry training two twice and been through discipleship training and however many foundations classes, not because of merit, he saw fit to add to my life. And I'm increasing in my ability to produce divine enablements alongside my brother Spence. And
0: I'm blessed for him. Go ahead and put my slide up. (laughs) (laughs) So... When I think about all the Lord has brought me from, I'm working nine years now at LCM. I love it. It's changed my life. It's shown me what family really is. Couldn't do it without the pastors. Couldn't do it without you guys. I love y'all. Couldn't do it without the elders. Couldn't do it without the forge. Couldn't do it. And let's look at step number one for them. The Lord gave me the divine ability to be committed. How many of you guys struggle with being committed to anything in life? (laughs) Yeah, that was every part of my life. Both both out of the kingdom and in the kingdom when I began. Hmm. To do the difficult things in my life. To be committed to work. Committed to relationships. To be committed to discipleship. And the Lord gave me the ability to do all of those things. And the second thing. The Lord was faithful and he loved me and he added trials along with the ability to pursue his will in my personal life. I'm thankful for the trials. The trials has grown me into my sonship. It's secured it and solidifying it. The third thing is he gave me the ability to stand firm on biblical convictions for myself and for my family. No matter who stands with me
1: and who doesn't.
0: That changed my life. When I knew that I could stand on God's word, and I'd have a father with me, even if no one else around me stood, I knew that he was giving me something, the ability to stand. This was divine, and it was from him. Amen. The fourth thing, ability to persevere in my job, receiving favor with my bosses, with man. That was a big giant for me. And now, any chance at work, when I have an opportunity to do extra work, I'm saying, hey, Go send me out there because I know what it was like to not have that ability. And now I want it. When I have the opportunity to help my bosses, I want to. That was birthed through how you pastors live here, by the way. Amen. I, I, didn't, I didn't really know what a team was and how to work together, do any of those things. And if I just lived at work the same way as I lived here, I watched how the Lord blessed it. Over and over again. And it's changed my life. The fifth thing. He's given me the ability to pursue true discipleship and relationships with my church body. Restored many of those things. And I didn't deserve any of it. But my pastors who were persistent and they loved me and they kept me pushed in the right direction. And now it's better than it's ever been. He's given me that ability. And then number six, which is something I was a little fearful of giving, but I'm not fearful no more about it. Per- persevering in a calling of a pastor, leading a home group, and look and preaching to the whole body on a Wednesday night. Come on, look.
1: come on, yes, yeah.
0: we're putting down, we're putting down fear in every direction. Amen. And what I'm learning is, as I'm as I'm doing it, yeah, Lincoln, that's right. And I learned that as I'm doing this. I'm teaching others to put down fear as well. Look, when we look at these, we see that it was God who was doing it the whole time. Yes, He's given us the strength and the ability to do it and the ability to have the ability.
1: Okay, So I'm going to ask you all to participate with this for a minute. Go ahead and throw your hands up if you've been here for more than a day. Oh, okay. Amen. How about a month? Okay, I think a month is a good time to gauge. Have you seen progress in our life in a month's time? Amen. The fact, and this isn't boasting in us, this is boasting what the Lord is doing. That he can continue to do this again and again. As I look out into the crowd, I see the same thing. I see what the Lord has produced. I see the boldness that is rising up in Paul McElwake. I see the confidence to lead his home and say, I'm still here man that encouraged me that spurred me on you know what else he said brother your life is worth worth emulating Mm. that that touched me that moved me and said that's that's not me there's no way I could do that the Lord is doing that I think about a prophecy from years ago when Judah says hey I see you have the face of a lion the Lord says you have the face of a lion but you need to be uncaged now is the time to be uncaged that was years ago and I got brothers like Tom Powell saying hey the word that you preached moved me. It moved me to lead my family better. It moved me to remember. I didn't even have to go back to my notes. (laughs) I remembered it. That's not something I could have done on my own. This is something the Lord is doing in me. Amen. Amen. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 9 and we're going to pick up in verse 2. The people are all tall. Are strong and tall. Anakites. You know about them. And have heard it said. Who can stand up against the Anakites? But be assured today. That the Lord your God is the one. Who goes across ahead of you. Like a devouring fire. He will destroy them. He will subdue them before you. And you will drive them out. And annihilate them quickly. As the Lord Hallelujah. has promised you. Yeah. Saints. Saints. We continue to go back to that map. There's giants on that map. That whole yellow area, the region of Aswan. There's giants there. We're going to go there and annihilate every giant. God gives us the strength. He gives us the ability. This divine impartation. But wait, I thought the pastor said it's going to be little by little. It is little by little. The whole big process is little by little. But when God begins to go before you and He says to move, you're going to annihilate the enemy quickly. Amen. We're going to do it there, and it's going to start from doing it right here and right now. That giant is going to be annihilated quickly.
0: I think about how many things in my life that I thought I couldn't, I couldn't beat. You know, things that were insurmountable. And then after I've gotten a victory, a lot of times I don't even know I've gotten it. Then I, oh, this has past me. This is done. The Lord annihilated it quickly. Amen. You know this makes me think about First Peter four, ten through eleven. Let's turn there, and uh, let's say reflection when you get there. First Peter four, ten reflection. through eleven. Reflection. 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 So this verse is is something that I got to talk to Pastor Wade about and Pastor Piro something that I get to reflect on, I'll share it with you after we read the verse. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you receive to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. Amen. Amen. If anyone serves, they should do so with all the strength that God provides. Amen so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, power, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Look, I remember when I got that supernatural healing and that supernatural transformation. I remember it. But you know what happened? As soon as I got born again, I was looking for it. That I got healed in this supernatural way. I knew that there's people out there that need spiritual healing. They need physical healing healing. And that's something that I wanted to be a part of. And you know what I did for the longest time. It was a gift that the Lord gave me. And it's something that I can't put down. I have to keep going. What are the gifts that the Lord has given you that maybe have lied dormant for too long? Things that you used to do that you no longer do. The Lord wants to, he said, Hey, I've given you that ability. Cry out for me. I will continue to help you in that ability. Look, it's with all the strength. That God provides. This is what's working inside of you. It's not your strength. Whose is it? It's God's. It's His. So whatever gift you receive, go after it with your entire heart. Amen. The gifts we receive are divine enablements. Amen. And they need to be accumulating in our lives. Yes. Let's take a sober look at our lives and, and ask ourselves, with the gifts the Lord has given us, are they accumulating like they should? Hmm. This is just like Deuteronomy 6, 5. It says, you shall love the Lord, and you will be empowered to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and the very strength that God provides. Amen. It's the Lord that provides it, and he's given you the gift, and you have to fan this thing in the flame. Amen.
1: Turn to Ephesians chapter 1, and we're going to pick up in verse 17. Say reflection when you get there. Reflection. Where the rest of y'all at? <laughs> yeah. They satisfied. Do not forget. Y'all remember. I keep asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Saints, he has given us wisdom in this place. He has given us revelation in this place. Why? So that we may know him better. He's helping us to increase. He's showing us how we must be accumulating and growing. He's opened our eyes. He's given us hope. Why? So that you may participate in his incomparably great power. Yeah. Do we have incomparably great power in this place? Yeah. Come on, Remnant. Do we have incomparably great power? Yeah. Amen. That's what I'm
0: talking about. Guys, we're not parroting. We're not just repeating what our pastors are saying. Right. I mean, we are. But it's happening in our lives. I could stand before you and tell you this is happening in my life. No one can take it away. Turn to Colossians 1, 28. And we're going to read through 29. Say reflection. When you get there. Doesn't it feel good to win? Yes. When the Lord gives you the ability and then he gives you the ability to do it. Verse 28, he is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this I end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works inside me. Amen. Look, remember guys, we have been given a talent and that talent has been given by our master and that master he expects an investment out of us. Come on. This thing has to, it's got to accumulate. The Lord's entrusted this body with so much. And we, can't, we have to be better than great stewards of it. But we will be, and you are being. Amen. Everyone here has been given more. So we will get more. Church, this idea of his strength and his divine enablement, he's given it to us. He's given us the ability He's given us the ability to accept his power and his strength and more divine abilities. This shows you whatever you have in front of you. Look, you can ask the Lord and he will give you that divine enablement. How many times have you needed something and you've called out to the Lord and he's done it for you? If we continue to do it, he will do it.
1: Hebrews 12 verse 4. He wants us to grow in it. He reminds us and says, do not forget. Church, what we're doing tonight is we're encouraging you to remember. We're encouraging you to reflect on these things. Don't be willing to forget. Don't let it happen. Continue repeatedly. Remember what the Lord has done. I know that you won't neglect how the Lord has enabled you. And I know that you'll continue to go forth and do more. Let's take a look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'm going to start in verse 11. Say reflection when you get there. Reflection.
0: Reflection. 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 Guys, we got to do our homework. Amen. We got to do our homework. Raise your hand if you've done your homework. We got to get after it, guys. We got to get after it because it's life changing. Yes. Verse 11, command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and in conduct, in love and in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation and to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which is which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. But practice these things. Yes. Immerse yourselves in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on your teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save yourself and your hearers. Amen. It's such a beautiful thing, guys. Practice these things. We've gotten, we actually get homework from our pastors. How good are they? We get to immerse ourselves in the teaching, finding creative ways, writing it down so we'll remember and look, so you can see our progress and you guys can see our progress. And you know what? For almost everyone in here, we can see your
1: progress. Amen. We have to
0: keep a close watch on ourselves though, guys, and on our teaching and never give up and keep going, persist in doing what's right. For by doing so, we'll continually be saving ourselves and the people we love and our hearers. Amen. Look, guys, I've never been a perfect man. Never. But this isn't about my perfection. And it never has been. Amen. It's about his ability to empower those who ask for it. Amen. Guys, are we going to ask for it tonight?
1: Yes. Amen. God doesn't wait for us to be perfect, to empower us. He's empowering us through, he's perfecting us through his empowerment. I am being made more capable daily as I remember repeatedly what he has done. I'm a secure son. Are you a secure son? Amen. Remember you said that. Remember. I know that there's nothing inside of me, in and of myself, that could produce the ability needed to accomplish God-given tasks. I know that it's not of me. It's his dunamis power. He's given me the ability to produce more enablements. It's his strength that keeps helping me to accumulate more. Every time that God empowers me to do his will, it confirms his covenant with me. It confirms the promises that he's made. As I go back and I remember what it was like in his presence, what I remember what he did to Pharaoh, what I remember the leftovers, when I remember... Uh, how he's been leading me, I realize God is confirming his covenant again and again and again. He's keeping this before me so that my trust grows in him, so that I'll never depart from it, so that I'll go forth into the land and conquer everything that he has set forth for me. Guys, these are his tasks for me. What task has he given you? What do you need to cry out to Him more for more power to do it again? What do you need to remember what He's done so you can go do it again? Guys, that end of January, right before the guys move into the house, I dropped to my knees and I cried out to the Lord in desperation. I said, God, I need you. I could barely do it with my wife and kids. How am I going to do this now? Lord, if you're saying there's going to be more, how? How is this going to happen? How? How? Y'all know what that feels like. In those moments of desperation, though, when I cried out to the Lord, you know how he comforted me? He said, don't worry. You're not going to have to take away from time with your wife. You're not going to have to take away from time with your kids. You're not going to have to take away from time at your workplace. You're not going to have to take away from one disciple to the next so that you can get it done. I'm just going to stretch you out. I'm going to make you more capable. I'm going to enable you to do it. That settled it for me. Brothers, come lay hands on me, pray over me, prophesy exactly what I needed. Guys, I was enabled to do the next thing, and I'm being enabled again and again and again. Guys, how do you feel when you're involved in the workplace, right? And everybody knows that you're a God-fearing man. Everybody knows uh, your story. They know that, no, I elevate God above all else in my life. Then you show up late to work, right? Y'all know that feeling? You miss a deadline, right? You make a mistake that airs other people out, not just yourself. What does that feel like? It feels like it's all over. How can I do this? I know what that feels like, too. Look, let me ask you something. Did God choose you when you had the ability to do it? No, No, he didn't. Is he waiting for you to get perfect before he empowers you? No. No, he is perfecting you while empowering you. Look. If you're focusing on your imperfection, stop it. Stop. Stop focusing on your imperfection. Focus on his divine ability to give you more divine abilities. If you are desperate and you remember and you cry out to him, he will lead you. Amen. Stand up with us. We're going to pray. Mighty one, we want to remember correctly, Lord god we didn't just make things up in our mind god we didn't just come to places in our own strength in our own ability. It has been you who have provided for us. It has been you who has carried us along, mighty one. And you are calling us to continue to remember, to continue to grow. Father, would you help us in this place? Mighty one, we're asking you, Lord, to empower us to do it again and again and again. Father, we say we wanna lift up your name, Lord. We wanna declare your greatness and the awesome things that you have done, Lord. We know that as we go forth, Lord, that you will annihilate the giants, before us. We are going to cry out to you again and again, God, because you are a faithful God. You are faithful to your word, Lord, and we know that you will not stop until all of your work is done.